Hey everybody, uh, today we are reading Matthew chapter 21. Um, it's a pretty long chapter and it seems to have a lot of things that are not connected, but would you be surprised to know they are all connected? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and so first we see Jesus entering um, Jerusalem. On Palm Sunday. Uh-huh. And we'll notice um, in verse 9, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, uh, that that comes from Psalm 118, Woo! which we read. And just trivia, Hosanna means God save us. That's what they're saying. God save us. Uh-huh. Um, and so when, it's funny because them entering the city, there are crowds that are proclaiming these things. And then there's also people who are like, who is this? <laughs> it's like, you know, when you see like a movie premiere happening in Hollywood, you're like, what like everyone's, movie is this? Everyone's, everyone's super hyped, but they don't know what they're hyped about. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and then we see Jesus, after entering Jerusalem, going straight to the temple. And now the hype is wearing off. <laughs> <laughs> and so he straight up starts, like, overturning things. You've heard the story before. It's like the Venom trailer. You thought you would be excited, but it made <laughs> you much less excited. Um, but uh, the crazy thing is he still heals people there, right? Like, he doesn't just abandon the temple. Rather, he really restores it to what it should be, a place for the blind and the lame to be healed. Um, and so what we see here is Jesus's authority being established. His yes. authority in the temple, his authority over worship, in Jerusalem. his authority over um, <clears throat> over sickness, and yet the people of authority, of earthly authority, the chief priests and the scribes, they are indignant at this. Oof. Um, and we also see Jesus' authority in this very strange story of the fig tree. Uh, where God or Jesus seems to curse a fig tree that has no fruit. Now, if you, Notice. I, I researched yeah. this. So for figs, how they work is when they have leaves, that's when you should start seeing like baby figs. Kind of like how when you like look at an orange tree before the fruit turns orange, you still once there's leaves, you'll start seeing like tiny little limey lime looking things. Um, but Jesus goes in, he sees literally nothing except leaves. And so here we see a picture of. Uh, something that looks good on the outside, uh, similar to the temple that looks good on the outside, but it's not bearing any fruit. And if, it, if it's not bearing fruit right now, when there's all these leaves, then it's not going to bear fruit. Right. Um, and so Jesus and his authority um, so, makes it wither. Right. And then we have um, uh, the authority, and then uh, again, the when Jesus comes back to the temple, again, the chief priests and the elders and were like, how are you doing these things? And Jesus is basically saying, you guys aren't going to believe me even if I told you. Right. And so it's interesting because he, he's showing his authority all over the place yes. here, right? So it's not that he doesn't want to answer this question, right? By whose authority do these things? He's just recognizing that they don't really care. Yeah. For those right? of you who heard Pastor DC's sermon this past Sunday, right? They had all, the disciples had all the evidence in the world to know who Jesus was, that he was God. And yet... The evidence wasn't enough. Yeah. Right. And then so we see a par the parable of the two sons, which is, again, the response to authority. Two sons that are responding to their father's authority. I love this parable. And I do one, it all the time. Well, yeah. If, you've, if, when, if you have kids, this is how you feel all the time. Right? I would rather you say no and just do it than say yes and then don't do it. Mm -hmm. um, and so, again, we see the response to the authority of the father right and the father loves i mean the father uh the one who <coughs> did the will of the father is not the one who did lip service looked good on the outside but was dead on the inside but rather it was the one who looked not complete on the outside but 
inwardly did the right thing. And then finally, we have this parable of the tenants. Um, this is a weird, weird one too. Like, there's a dude who has a farm, a vineyard. It's like almost like this is like the most non-parably parable. Yeah, it's very obvious. This is like, in case you guys don't notice, you're gonna kill me. Yeah, right. So God is prob- is the master of the house, and he sends people. T- uh, uh, to talk to the tenants, um, his servants, who are the prophets, and the tenants keep killing the prophets slash servants, and finally he sends his own son, Jesus, and they also kill him. Yeah. Um, and so again, the response to authority, and this is the outright rejection of authority. And I think it's funny in verse 45 that the chief priests and the Pharisees knew <laughs> they were like, this is not, this is this is shade unmasked, right? Right, because like, usually people hear the parables and they're like, I don't get it. Or like, what? They're like, oh, I, he's talking about us, <laughs> yeah, right? And, they're, and again, they're indignant. I think it's also interesting in verse 42 because as Jesus came in, they were quoting Psalm 118. And here he quotes the part of Psalm 118 that they forgot about, <laughs> right? Like, oh yeah, like who, the, like, who comes in the name of the Lord? Awesome. And he's like, yeah, but Psalm 118 also says that you're going to reject the cornerstone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope so that when you guys do, you know, read this chapter that um, you will look at also verse 43, right? Therefore, I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing its fruits. And this is so Jesus, going back to the this is Jesus summing up all of these things about authority, right? Mm-hmm. He's saying that in his, in his authority, right? It's never going to be challenged. His authority, God's authority is never going to be challenged. It's never going to be taken away. Like no matter how much you think your religiosity gives to you, you are not going to overrule the authority of Jesus, um, and so therefore the kingdom of God is going to go, right, not to who tries to grasp that authority from God, mm-hmm. right, but from who produces the fruit that God is trying to build. Um, Jason, sorry, what's verse 44? Is Where's that quote from? Oh, yeah, Isaiah 8. Okay, yeah, yeah. And also, uh, verse 44 talks about Isaiah 8, which we also <coughs> read um, last week. Um, so there's a lot of stone imagery here, right, where Jesus will be also a stone of offense and a rock of stumbling, um, to those, um, and I think maybe that's another reason why the chief priest and the Pharisees are like, is he talking about us? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and so, you know, when it comes to God's authority in our lives, right, there is an either a false lip service or a hearing and not doing or an outright rejection, mm-hmm. and all of those are not building your life on the stone. Right. Um, And in those cases, right, the gospel becomes a stumbling block for you Mm -hmm. because it gets in the way of you doing what you want and claiming your own authority. But if you build it on that authority, on the cornerstone, then um, you will have life and salvation. You will have life and salvation.